Hi everyone, this is Tech in the City from MediaWorks Studio Network. I'm your host, Yvonne Pilon. You may know me as the girl who believes 2020 will go down as the year of Zoom and a year that may have changed the tech industry forever. For all the latest local tech news, make sure to follow the Tech in the City hashtag on all major social media platforms or sign up for the WeTech Alliance Tech It Out newsletter. Today in studio, I am joined virtually by none other than the wonderful WeTech Alliance team. Hello, team. How are you? Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Yes, it is morning. It is. It's a, it's a beautiful morning. So, without a doubt, we know that 2020 has been a year like no other. We couldn't have predicted what happened. And really, despite the darkness that the world and this community has experienced, you know, this team, we really wanted to stay committed to its annual you know, retrospective look back and then kind of forward thinking. So for those listening every year, the WeTech Alliance team traditionally was a blog. And last year we brought this into podcast format. So it really was an opportunity for our whole team to get together to talk about some of the 2020 or the year back successes and then really look at what we're excited about for the year ahead. So let's jump into this. What I'd love everyone to do is briefly Tell us who you are and your role within WeTech. So I'm going to start with Adam Fry. Good morning, everybody. So as Yvonne mentioned, my name is Adam Fry. I'm the Director of Business Innovation here at WeTech Alliance. Um, now, we all wear many hats on this team, but my role specifically is geared towards running corporate innovation programming with our industry partners. So that includes three programs specifically. Uh, the first is our traditional innovation catalyst programming with clients like Enwin, Schlegel, and the school board. Second is our all-female six-month cohort of Innovation Catalyst, where we bring women from organizations across the region together for a six-month design sprint. And finally, our newest addition to the corporate innovation programming is our Ignition Programming, collides industry challenges with entrepreneurs in order to engage both, of, both our local innovation ecosystem and our traditional industry to solve some of the big opportunities facing our region. Thanks, Adam. And let's go to the next Adam, Adam Castle. Thanks, Yvonne. I, you know, we keep saying good morning, but really people can be listening to this at any time. So wherever you are, hello. Um, my name is Adam Castle and I, I'm the Director of Venture Services at WeTech Alliance. And, and really what that means is that I develop out our accelerator programming, uh, both on the programmatic side of things. So our rolling clients that come in the portfolio at any given stage and at our accelerator level as well. So our top clients that we run through a, 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 an innovation sprint uh, over the course of four months every fall. Um, really, my job is to ensure that each and every one of our 218 clients is tapping into the right resources at the right time based on their needs. Nice. Thank you. John Mark. Hey, I'm uh, John Mark Vashon. I'm the Director of Programs and Marketing for WeTech Alliance. I lead up all of our marketing and communications, social media, website, email, um, graphic design, all that stuff. I'm also the lead on our Nerd Olympics annually. Thank you. Uh, Michelle. Hi, I'm Michelle Tino Watcher, and I'm the administrator at WeTech Alliance for the past nine years. Um, I'm in charge of the event calendar, monthly newsletter, the greeter to the new clients once we get back to the office, um, board meetings, and the liaison for the Windsor Angel Network. For everyone listening, Michelle keeps us together, keeps us on track. All right, next we're going to go to, I guess, three new faces um, in, in the WeTech Alliance team. Uh, we'll start with Noah. Hi folks, Noah Campbell, Tech Community Program Manager for WeTech Alliance and the Windsor Essex Economic Development Corporation. So in a shared role there, get to play 
both hats. Um, with WeTech, I get to run the Digital Main Street Future Proof Program in coordination with our partners at Tech and the federal government of Canada, really helping Main Street businesses identify new markets, pivot their business model, and develop and implement deep digital transformation plans. And then on the WeTech side of things, I get to help transition Windsor-Essex from the automotive to the automobility capital of Canada. Thanks, Noah. We'll go next to Kate. Hi, I'm Kate. I'm the Women's Entrepreneurship Coordinator at WeTech, and I help run some of the uh, programs we have focused on uh, women. Thank you. And last but certainly not least, Michael Segan, and soon-to-be author, everyone. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. Uh, I'm Michael Segan. I'm the in-house uh, storyteller and lead writer at Windsor Life Magazine. So. Wonderful. So, you know, I'm sitting here in studio, we can't be in person, but I can see you all on Zoom. And it's so great to see the team expand, right? So that's something that I think for me, as we get into some of our 2020, you know, successes, it's really been able to see this team grow, uh, not only professionally, um, but this actually in terms of numbers. So I want to get started. I really want to listen um, to all of you and hear what you what you loved about 2020. I know it's hard to say that, knowing that 2020 brought so much despair um, and challenges to this community and to this team. So let's start. Um, I'll start with uh, with Adam. We'll, we'll kind of go around the, the table here just to briefly talk about some of your successes. So we'll start with Adam. So what was your big 2020 highlight? Yeah, so there were there were a couple of things for me as as I looked around here that that were really really critical that I think could be pointed out as successes. So one of the bigger ones that stood out to me was being able to connect with local connect local leaders with the PPE they badly needed early on in the state in the stages of the pandemic. Um, so working with folks across the region to get shields into Schlegel villages, for instance, was something I never would have imagined our team being able to do, and it was just such an incredible undertaking right away. Um, on, on the actual corporate side, um, back in March, which sort of feels like five years ago now, uh, we were wrapping up our last cohort with Automate Canada um, when the pandemic hit, and we still had two months of programming left. So um, I'm incredibly proud and thankful for our catalysts that stuck it out, converted online, and, and pushed hard to bring really some great impact to their organizations. Um, and then likewise, this fall, we launched our first ever fully remote version of Innovation Catalyst uh, with HR practitioners across the region. So when we launched, we had no idea how many women would participate, if any organizations had that bandwidth to send folks, um, but we were floored with the response. And, and now we have catalysts from Erie Shores Healthcare, YMCA, Wave Direct, Hotel DuGrace Hospital, Afria, Edison Financial, and the city of Windsor. So you've got folks from the director level down to freshly starting and, and they've created their own support network that's gonna last well beyond this next six months. So I think from a success standpoint, those are some of the ones that stood out for me. Um, and I think on, on a challenge standpoint, I, I think this year is all about adapting and getting through. Um, so it's, it's so hard to run an organization as robust as ours from home. And, um, and so I, I don't see any failures when I look around the Zoom call at all. Just incredible people who work their butts off to support entrepreneurs and, and our ecosystem during an insanely hard time. So uh, kudos to everybody on the team. Well said, Adam. And that is really, you know, I, I will I'll save my, my highlights for last, but just a quick comment about, you know, how how amazing it is to see this team adapt so quickly, right? We really went into lockdown. In fact, we had an event, I believe, two days before lockdown. We brought down Simon um, from Communitech for a future yeah, for of work. Future and, of work event, yeah. You know, business as virtual, as as John Mark says, and we we literally were able to adapt really quickly. So um, that's been definitely a highlight, and and really everyone's kept their positivity, um, their passion for what they do. So. Um, awesome, awesome highlights. We'll move next to our to the next Adam, Adam Castle. Yeah, I mean, true to form, I I, I think I have almost the same answers as Adam Fry um, as I was answering this. So down to like 
last year, the beginning of this year, really feels like five years ago. Like, I have that down, so it's funny. You know, our, our business advisory team has been really hard at work. Um, Chelsea, who's our, our new business advisor for the Spark portfolio and our early intake, uh, has been working uh, working so hard. Really, this year, we've had a chance to, to do a lot of reaction, right? So a lot of the planning that we would usually do on programming has had to happen in, in almost real time. So we're, we're building the plane as we fly it, so to speak. Um, but I would say some of the biggest highlights is, is on the how we deliver our services. So obviously everything has become fully virtual. Um, and from that, we've seen this massive uptick in the number of clients we're able to work with quarter over quarter. You know, last year we were sitting at 119 every sort of three months that we would work with. Um, and, and now we're up to 167 and that's up from 67, you know, two years ago. So we're really sort of moving in the right direction. The other thing we've done is started to take a look at the data we're collecting. So um, I would say the new data that we're going to collect and curate, um, it really includes some, some interesting stuff like female entrepreneurship rates, as well as, you know, the diversity of our portfolio, both sort of by sector and by, by founder. The province set us up at sort of the beginning of this year to collect all this new stuff. And what I think is going to happen is we're going to be able to have a much deeper look um, at what our clients experience through a brand new lens. So, you know, after collecting, you know, for a full year, it's really going to help me plan what 2021 looks like. So I'm super excited about that. In terms of the client side of things and, and successes and failures, and that's, you know, how I, may, I, I measure everything, we saw so many of our clients pivot throughout this pandemic to solve all these new problems. You know, so we have these traditional automotive tech companies, and they're out here building solutions for brand new industries like farming to our consumer software startups, focusing in on all these different ways to really mitigate the overall impact uh, that COVID's had both on small businesses and, and in our sort of daily lives. Um, and then I also had, had down as, as one of the highlights was, was Adam's highlight too. We worked with all of our 3D print clients uh, to create these face shields and PPE for frontline workforce. Um, and that was such a cool and special part to be, um, I think, be, be, be a part of, only because, you know, at the beginning of this, I think everyone felt so helpless. So finding these ways to really do stuff and, and make a big impact in your community while you're still very much sitting at home was, was a big one for me. So um, we just uh, we had such a strong response from our clients in terms of how they wanted to take care of our community. And, and boy, did they, they really step up. I think from a failures perspective, you know, the response in our annual survey was overwhelming in terms of our need to create more time for that one-to-one -one consultation. So capacity has always been our Achilles heel, um, and it's actually a really great problem to have, right? So it, that's the reason why I'm so excited, actually, to be able to bring in uh, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Hunts, who's our, our new startup advisor that I had mentioned earlier. Uh, she's been working so hard on intakes and earliest stage clients since, I would say, sort of middle of the year, so about four months ago. Um, and the results have just been wonderful. Clients are happier and, um, and they like that we've got even, you know, a new lens on, on their business as well. Fresh set of eyes. So that helps too. Thanks, Adam. And I, I see you're wearing a rare apparel sweater. So let's do a shout out to rare apparel. If you're looking for any um, holiday or any type of, of gifts, course. a great local company doing some great stuff. So let's move next to Jean-Marc. What were some of your highlights? Yeah, it's been a, an interesting year to say the least. Um, one of, I guess, I don't want to say positives, but uh, I guess the the uh, unintended consequences of going virtual has really eliminated the geographic barriers that we you know, usually face in our, our very, you know, compartmentalized uh, traditionally um, having in-person events. You know, you're limited on how far you can go, but 
going virtual really eliminated that. So we've been able to work really a lot more closely with our regional innovation center partners across the uh, province, uh, Canadian Digital Media Network across Canada, and then Techno across North America. Uh, so be, removing that need to travel, we've been able to work, uh, attend a lot more virtual events, conferences, webinars, you know, partnering with those other organizations. So I think it's been a really positive uh, outcome. Um, as I already kind of previously mentioned, we've been able to grow our team uh, with some awesome new people this year. So I'm really excited for that. And I think that's a huge win. Uh, bringing in Barry as our uh, senior intern. I think that was really, really cool. And um, just having his perspective and experience, uh, his like crazy positive attitude, attitude and passion for life. Uh, it's just been a really cool uh, and being able to connect with him has been awesome. And then as both the Adams mentioned, just uh, our tech community stepping up uh, in the face of COVID uh, has been really awesome to see. What's yeah, really amazing is when I'm looking at the list I prepared over the last two days, it's like everyone's hitting on the same things, which is really awesome that we all really, you know, when we look back and I can tell you this year flew by. I can't believe we're literally going into 2021. It's just it's just crazy. So, um, OK, so, Noah, why don't we go with you? Some highlights. Yeah, 2020 was an interesting one for me. Uh, start of the year, I still worked for BlackBerry and was finishing a computer science degree. So to now we're at. <laughs> finished that and now work for WeTech and Windsor Essex Economic Development Corporation. Really just what an interesting um, kind of trajectory that's been going from some of these larger organizations to being able to, you know, collide our tech companies with Main Street businesses at a time when they need it the most, right? We've always known that there's been a need to really push the, push the button on digital transformation. But when we now have an opportunity, not an opportunity, but uh, an even stronger need to do that now with the current situation, I think it's been phenomenal to see our tech companies step up. So we've seen the solutions that they've been preparing for Main Street businesses and the role we've been able to play by ushering those in to Main Street with a variety of partners. I'm talking partners in Windsor-Essex, Chatham-Kent, Waterloo Region, um, and Government of Canada as, as a whole has really been so supportive in how we you know, roll out these solutions. So the highlights really taking us into March, um, we were planning you know, Windsor's first ever post-secondary hackathon, WinHacks. That was going to be in person. It was going to bring people from all over the continent uh, to to Windsor Essex to see what's going on down here and to innovate in some of these solutions. And then you know, COVID nineteen hits. Okay, we pivoted to the first ever digital virtual one on you know less than two weeks notice. I don't think I slept for two weeks straight. Neither did the entire team organizing that. And what success that came out of. We saw record numbers. We saw record projects being submitted many of them focused on how you know students can contribute to the fight against COVID-19 which was phenomenal to see then other partners take that up and students get hired from that and a lot of interesting connections happen there kicking us into this new digital main street programs in that kind of August period um, understanding you know what what does that look like and how does how does a, an organization really focused on technology companies and helping them start grow and succeed now help Main Street businesses at a time where they need it most? So that required lots of consultations um, with the actual businesses themselves. So the amount of outreach and growth we saw in that has been phenomenal. And then partnerships, right? So looking at partnerships both across the border and locally, uh, we partnered with the consulate in the United States at the Windsor Essex Economic Development Corporation 
great partnership there um, to help us run another hackathon, the Border Hacks Hackathon, which helped us, you know, still connect with our partners uh, across the border, but virtually at a time where we really need to leverage those relationships to innovate. That was such a win. And now as we come to the end of the year to look at how we are now going to be putting all this work that we did all of 2020 to support our Main Street businesses into some really actionable, very strong solutions, right immediately starting the kickstart of 2021 is going to be fantastic. And I cannot wait to see the, you know, results of all of that hard work come through. So that's really been, you know, it's been a, it's been a year of lowlights and highlights at the same time. Um, and now they're starting to collide in what I think is going to be one of the strongest and most exciting recoveries we've ever seen. Thanks, Noah. And we would be remiss not to uh, to also make note that you won a national cybersecurity award. Oh, so I'll take that. Okay, yeah. And if I wish everyone could see, because if you if you are looking at Noah's camera right now, you can see awards all in the background. So there's some he won, didn't he win every award possible? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty yeah. certain he won sure. all the awards. Well, I didn't hear bragging, but if we're going to brag, I won the inaugural uh, APMA, so the Auto Parts Manufacturer Association of Canada. There. Um, they ran their APMA Institute for Automotive Cybersecurity. So I won their um, Young Cyber Achievement Awards. It was the first ever, um, you know, set of those awards. And I recently won that one. So that was actually, yeah, that was a good don't, win. We don't need your whole life story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Pack it in. Yeah, we, we get it. Someone's got to follow you. So. I uh I want to roll up the rim uh for yeah. this year. So. Yeah, maybe like a five dollar five dollar roll up the rim. Same thing. Well, it's two fifty. It's a coffee, but that's fine. It's a big win. That's a big win. But no, congratulations, so Noah. And uh, if anyone's looking to get any Noah anything for Noah for the holidays, it would be a, a big shelf. Yeah, um, shadow the, box. The many future awards. So let's move next to Kate. So you know, Kate's actually uh, our, one of our, I think, our newest uh, additions, uh, helping us lead our women's entrepreneurship strategy, um, and specifically our F five program. So Kate, why don't you share some of your highlights? Because you're really new to this team. <laughs> I am, and I think I just echo what everyone else has already said. Um, like I think we all agree, 2020 has been a weird year, but it's been amazing to watch. Um, all like the companies and entrepreneurs and the founders um, pivot and be super agile and adapt to this weird ever-changing world when nothing seems for certain Um, and it's just been an amazing year of supporting early stage founders and I was really happy to join the team in September which feels like a year ago now um, to support women founders in Windsor Essex and Chatham Kent um, but yeah, I don't think I much, I won't like repeat what everyone else had already said, but um, yeah, it's been in a, it's, it's been an interesting year and it's really highlighted, I think, our resiliency and agility and our ability to, um, you know, I guess, move forward as innovators and entrepreneurs and I guess just human resiliency in general. <laughs> Agreed. And what's really interesting, Kate, you and I have met, but, uh, you know, when you think about it, you have not met most of this team. So it's so interesting, you know, when I think about, you know, we've hired people before we've actually even met them in person. And when did we ever think that would be a thing? So um, we're so we're so happy to have you. Uh, Michelle, let's uh, let's talk with Michelle. And for those that don't know, Michelle also works with the Windsor Essex Capital Angel Network. So Michelle has multiple hats, including being a small business owner herself. So, uh, Michelle, what are some of your highlights? I would say what stood out for me uh, this year so far with WeTech is um, the growth of our team and um, the growth of the board of directors. We've almost doubled uh, the members there. 
the growth of the client list, uh, the growth of the programs and partnerships. Um, I would say be, because of COVID and there's been no playbook to follow that we're kind of creating one as we grow and go forward. Similar to our startups, right? We're, we're just, uh, we're, we're doing a big experiment right now, I think is what it feels like. So um, thanks, Michelle. And last again, last but not least, Michael, who has spent, uh, I guess, a, a number of months now working on telling our companies, our communities, our partner stories. So Michael, what are your highlights outside of meeting all of us? Well, that is a pretty strong <laughs> highlight for me. Um, yeah, you know, um, you know, one of the common themes I keep hearing when I talk to people is, you know, let's pretend this year never happened or like 2020 never happened, that sort of thing. But I mean, you know, as a writer with the magazine and as a writer with you guys, you know, I kind of trade in stories and the stories have not stopped rolling in this year. So, I mean, it's gratifying to see that our community is so resilient, that businesses are adapting, that, you know, it, it's just gratifying to know that life hasn't stopped, you know, for WeTech or for Windsor in general. So, yeah, I guess that would just be a highlight for me. And this is a question we continue to ask. Who is your favorite WeTecker? That's that's something that all of the listeners it's okay, would like. Okay, Michael, you don't have to say that. <laughs> uh, I think my hair connection is wobbling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on mute. Um, okay, all right. So let me um, thank you, team. And again, as I said, as I look to my list here in front of me, um, I think everyone has kind of hit a few of them. So. I, I always like to start as the leader of the organization, just recognizing um, our board of directors, right? Without their their leadership um, and their commitment to this organization, we wouldn't really be here. So just an acknowledgement of our 2020 outgoing board members and advisors, including Jamie McGrail, uh, Susan Anslin, Omar Singh, Dave Cullen, and our client advisor, Jacob Duhane, and of course, Noah Campbell, who kind of graduated into actually being a WeTech team member. I think uh, you mentioned the partnerships. Uh, when the pandemic happened, we we all kind of, you know, we've never been through this. It was almost like a fire drill of what to do. And when we look at the partnerships that we were able to create with, again, the 3D printed face shields with First Robotics, Epicenter, Pepco, and Calcom, um, even down to our Minecraft tournament, right? You know, partnering with Easy Mode to bring, you know, a community um, opportunity to our young tech community. Um, you know, bringing on Barry Hickling from Schlegel Villages to join us as our senior intern. Uh, our collaboration with Jeff Denemy, a gra local graphic designer, to do some cool uh, thank you cards to all of our um, essential workers. Um, even just overall partnership building, you know, and community building specific to the tech community. You know, let's not forget, and it's unfortunate, you know, Edison Financial and Rocket Innovation Studio, they, you know, their doors are open. Obviously, the public hasn't had a chance to see it, but, you know, th they are growing leaps and bounds. And I think that's been wonderful to see, you know, and we even think about the Zuckelman, the new Zuckelman uh, School of Business and IT, that uh, the building that's actually being built as we speak. And things like um, the med health, storytelling, and even, you know, entrepreneurs coming together like Josh Mastronardi to build out funds to support our companies. So I think we've really seen a lot of people step up. We've seen companies innovate. And I couldn't agree more on John Mark's point about this, you know, not only regional, but provincial, national and international collaboration that has happened. And I could list off about, you know, five to 10 events 
um, that we are part of. So it's so important to, to look back at that. And John Mark, I know you'll appreciate this, but one of my 2020 highlights was getting the impact report completed. It was about a three month process. So this, for those listening, this is kind of a roughly 10 page document that really goes back to our impact over the last year, which ladies and gentlemen, we will be working on very soon again, because our fiscal is coming to, to, a, to, a, uh, or it's coming to, a coming to fruition. And then I think in terms of uh, a couple other great things I'd like to acknowledge for the year is uh, the ability to bring Brad Feld to our scale up. I think, you know, as a st- kind of the startup godfather, I think that was amazing. And let's not forget the miracle that happened on June 27th. That was a big, a big, big win for this region. And last but maybe not least, I think, um, well, maybe not, it's not the last one I should say. I'll save this one for last. But just back up. Um, Our mayor's town hall with our innovators. I think that was definitely a highlight when we got together again, early pandemic to showcase the breadth of companies and the breadth of sectors of innovators that are changing education, that are changing automation, that are changing healthcare. So I think that was definitely a highlight. And my last point was our team building experience on kayaks because Michael Segan excelled at kayaking in jeans. Paddleboarding, even better. The guy or no, yeah, sorry, paddleboarding. Board, I'm thinking of Noah kayaking. Skinny black jeans in 97 degree heat. It was amazing. Yeah, and then also, while well, we're on the topic of our team building experience, I'm hoping there's going to be a pair of sunglasses underneath. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. No, Noah, for those listening, Noah dropped uh, Adam Castle's sunglasses into allegedly. the... Allegedly. Don't get them Allegedly. allegedly. It's not alleged. Uh, it's it happened. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. smiled while he did it, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right, team. So it, it was weird. He just took it and like dropped it into the water. I thought that was a little excessive. And then, and then just yeah, said, said, oops, and then, and then paddled away real fast. So let's 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 make the, the sound of the door closing. Let's close the door on 2020 and look ahead to 2021. So again, we're going to do a quick roundtable again. Um, let's maybe just do kind of one or two things you're looking forward to predictions. Uh, something I did last night for those uh, I didn't tell you guys this, but um, I actually listened back on our podcast last year to kind of see what all of you um, were looking forward to in 2021. And let's see if it came to fruition. So, so Fry, we'll start with you. So you last year were really looking forward to seeing WeTech play a role uh, specifically in larger enterprise companies and looking at that collision opportunity between the startup community and again, that enterprise. So, so I guess you could say it came to fruition, but um, what are some of yeah, your, that's, what that's are you looking at? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So we've, we've worked with now over 15 organizations through Innovation Catalyst this year through the, the two female cohorts, which is really, really awesome. Um, so we've been working a lot with industry and then uh, through Ignition and working with Noah on the DMS project, we're starting to collide industry a lot more with our startup ecosystem. So we're in the, we're in the early stages of it, but certainly that's, a, that's wonderful. Thanks for coming back and doing that, YP. That's awesome. Um, but 2021 for me, I, I think, is all about growth um, for us at WeTech. So, uh, you know, over the past few years, we've done an incredible job of understanding what our clients' needs are, how we can support them really effectively. I think this year is all about taking the next step in our organization's growth, um, bring on some team members to allow us to improve the impact, refine and grow our programming, and let more people know about what we do in Windsor, Essex, and Chatham, Kent. So I hope that when we look back next year and, and sit around some podcast mics, we can talk about the growth in our client portfolio, the few clients who have had a chance to really transform industries. I hope we talk about our ecosystem evolving, as well as our role inside of it. Um, and finally, I hope that we're, we're talking about a place um, 
personally, I miss being at the office with this team and, and growing every, every day alongside of them. And I hope we can get back to that at some point this year. So that's sort of what I'm hoping for uh, when we look back. I couldn't show. agree more. All right, uh, Adam Castle. So last year you looked at 2020 being the year of stronger venture service uh, VST partnerships and looking at really building stronger relationships with incubators across the world. So I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, you know, I think I think we nailed it uh, on, on that sort of front. You know, we've made some really strong partnerships um, with Scrum VC out in the Valley, uh, also with um, uh, with SVG Ventures uh, in, in uh, California as well. Um, but in terms of growing our VST team, our venture success team, so all the advisors that we work with to support our clients, um, we've added spades of really incredible advisors that are doing great work. Um, you know, I think when I look to 2021, unfortunately, we still have a lot of pandemic left to deal with. And that means that our clients still have a lot of pandemic left to deal with as well. I think the economy is probably going to struggle, uh, you know, for, for at least another six months based on where we're at now. Uh, so my job is going to be helping out our clients to be resilient. Uh, that's my number one priority. Um, and as I mentioned in our highlights, and, you know, you just heard Adam Fry mention, you know, building capacity on our team really creates more opportunities to do all of that. So in a lot of ways, our services have needed to scale in many of the ways that we actually teach our clients to scale. We want to continue delivering the same quality of service to a much bigger client portfolio. Um, and, and I think that this is really going to mean creating new ways to streamline how our clients actually access programming, our perks, and streamlining the way we work with our clients from an advisory perspective. So, you know, I think what I really want to do is take 2021 back to the basics. As we look to building out our programming, our clients can actually expect more in-depth, two-way conversations so that we can get a better idea, a really good sense of, of what's missing, what needs to be built in order to give them that competitive edge in this post-pandemic economy, whatever that looks like. Um, you know, I think above all else, whatever we do, whatever we want to do, it has to be founders first. Uh, and what that means is our business advisory team uh, is going to be working for the client and the client only. So we're going to be working together to make sure everything we create for them is a direct response to those needs. Uh, so really, you know, looking forward to doing that. We always tell our clients that we're their teammates. We're a member of their team. Um, and I, and I want to put that, uh, I, I want to put that to the test this year and work, uh, work as close as I can beside each and every one of them. I'm getting more and more excited for 2021. All right. Next is John Mark. So John Mark, last year you were excited for 2020's uh, three specific initiatives, Nerd Olympics, the launch of the Adams new podcast, Innovation Alchemy, as well as a new revised client intake process. Yeah, one of three isn't bad, I guess. Uh, we, got the <laughs> new, uh, we got the new client intake uh, up and running. The podcast was going great until, uh, you know, we had to go remote and just with uh, the two Adams, you know, working their, their energy feeds off each other in person. So we decided to kind of put a, a hold on the, uh, the, the podcast until we can get back in person and let them duke it out face to face. Um, yeah, but this, like you said, what a, what a year! So uh, it's really tough to predict what the future is going to hold, but uh, I'm really confident that this year's kind of made us more resilient and uh, better prepared for the future. It's almost like a blessing in disguise. Really, um, it's forced our hands uh, collectively, all of us, to just adapt, think outside the box, kind of roll with the punches. Really. Um, I am confident that we'll get through this pandemic in 2021, um, but I don't think we're ever going to get back to quote unquote normal. I think we're looking at uh, really a, a new normal is here to stay. So like 
hybrid and remote business uh, models, uh, work opportunities. We're already seeing it kind of with some of the biggest tech companies in the world where they're uh, allowing their employees to permanently work remotely if they choose to, uh, even once we're out, outside of this pandemic. Um, it's just a, kind of a greater shift to digital communicating, shopping, learning. I think that's, that's here to stay as well. Uh, but having said all that, I do think that we're going to be able to see each other, as the kids say, IRL in real life in 2021. So um, I'm, I'm happy for that. But yeah, I think what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, you know, so I think we're going to come out of this even even better off than, uh, than we were before. And I sure hope we'll see a Nerd Olympics 2021. I know we were all sad when we had to uh, to postpone that just due to the circumstances, but uh, let's all uh, send positive vibes to to John Mark and to to our community so we can get our our tech community together for again one of our favorite events of the year. So, um, well, I'll go next to Michelle. Um, Michelle, last year you really talked about we can and just again the continued growth of this of this team. Uh, yeah, so WeCan is continuing to grow. We have um, joined another network equation. Um, but I think what I'm looking forward to more is actually going back to the office. Um, isolation is is okay, but um, it's getting to be boring and um, <laughs> detrimental, I think. But um, I'm also looking forward to uh, planning the 10-year anniversary for WeTech Alliance. Uh, it'll probably be virtual, so it'll be a little bit more challenging, but um, something to look forward to in 2021. Thanks, Michelle. And, and you know, you bring up a great point is, you know, how important mental health is during this time. And I think we've all, you know, I think we're all pretty much social people. I don't think we'd be in this role if we weren't. Um, and it's been hard. And uh, like I said, it's so important for everyone. And you're going to see a lot more um, things to come as a, as a, in 2021 to help support mental health and entrepreneurs and Main Street business owners uh, in this community. Um, so uh, stay tuned. So uh, we'll go next to Noah. Noah, what were some of your highlights? And, and, and again, way to, way to steal part of my talking points for the next one. Thanks, Yvonne. No, but uh, uh, it's going to be dun, dun, dun. So, dun, dun, dun. No. Um, so, you know, 2020 was the year of response. Um, we responded to a global pandemic, responded to economic challenges, responded to all this good stuff. Now, 2021 will be the year of recovery, right? And building back better. So we've already identified that, you know, there's several challenges we were facing during COVID, pre-COVID, all that jazz. So now what we're going to be able to do is take all of this work that we've been doing over this response period, and we've seen the impacts of some of these responses and seen, you know, the, op the, the wins and the opportunities for improvement. 2021 will be about recovering based off of that information and recovering, not only just recovering to the status quo, like John Mark said, we're not going to go back to normal. We're going to build back better by a variety of different solutions. Really, you know, in my perspective, targeting Main Street businesses and colliding them with our technology companies creating, you know, first of its kind partnership, really, um, as well as a variety of different solutions that will come with that. So, you know, I'm looking at four very strong solutions that we've set up um, during this time. And I cannot, I'm not, I couldn't be more thrilled. I know I'm trying to say, I'm trying to sound as genuine as possible, which seems to be difficult, but I'm really thrilled just to be able to roll those out because they're really fantastic solutions. So they're going to be focused in areas of mental health for our entrepreneurs, focused in, you know, ensuring community safety through different contact tracing tools, focused on supporting retail and, you know, focusing in on tourism, tourism-based businesses. So we've got some buckets that we know and we've identified as areas that could benefit from tech 
technology-based solutions. And I'm really excited to roll that out as we look to continue building back in this now 2021 season of recovery. Thanks, Noah. How about you, Kate? Did you, I know you've, you've only been with us since September, but any highlights? Um, yeah, of course there's highlights. Like I was so excited to join the team, but I think um, like 2020 has certainly been a year of sort of the reckoning. Um, I think we've all realized a lot of things, you know, like we had the whole Black Lives Matter, like movement, oh, still movement, but back in the summer, um, sort of, you know, exploded, you know, we've recognized that, you know, grocery store workers and people that work at like Walmart and big box stores, like they are essential workers. And certainly there's, you know, I think a little bit more appreciation for our doctors and nurses and all those healthcare workers as well. And and I'm looking forward to bringing that into 2021. Hopefully those movements don't slow down and that we continue to, you know, support minimum wage jobs and, um, you know, people of color in our community. Um, so that's what I'm sort of looking forward to in 2021 and just continuing to support, um, you know, founders from all diverse backgrounds and hopefully, like Noah said, like build back better. Um, I think, you know, it's like, we're sort of starting from carte blanche, it feels like in 2021. Um, so hopefully we can actually build back better and build back more equitable and diverse um, economy for everyone. Thanks, Kate. And Michael, what are some of your uh, look forwards to 2021? Hmm. That's a good question. You, um, you seem stumped. These questions may or not been sent to you beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I... I guess I'm just looking forward to continuing to work with the team and, you know, hopefully getting to, like I said, see you guys in person. <laughs> Come to our office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be nice, but yeah. Well, we look forward to that as well, Michael. So um, again, going back to what we happened when we looked back, um, many of you shared uh, or, or, or noted some of the things that that I'm looking forward to for 2021 and I believe 2021 for this team will be a year of momentum, uh, a year of growth, a year of protection um, as we look to uh, really focusing on intellectual property and a year of diversity. Um, and that means diversity within our client portfolio. So Kate, to your point um, about building a broader um, and more inclusive um, entrepreneurial community and diverse, but more importantly, diversity within our regional economy as we look again to move from the automotive uh, capital of Canada to the automobility capital of Canada. Our 10-year milestone, of course, uh, it's hard to believe that it's been 10 years since since WeTech was created, and I, I look forward to celebrating that, not only with this team, but the thousands and thousands and thousands of clients and board members and mentors and advisors and partners who helped us get here. Um, and, and that is a moment that I think uh, for all of us um, will be something to celebrate and, and, and looking forward to what the next decade will bring. As, as we all know, the space we're in is not a, it's not a short-term game. It's a very long-term game. So, um, you know, 10 years in, we, we still have a long ways to go, but super excited um, to get to get there and to, to celebrate and, and for what the future has in store for us. And uh, I'll give a plug. We will be launching our delayed 2020 Tech Awards um, in January 2021. So it's always a great time to celebrate um, over a dozen innovators and from all sectors, all ages. So really excited about that. So I'm, we're going to uh, just conclude here today uh, with our last question. And I really want to look at kind of 
each team members, um, whether it's your moonshot for the next, you know, next decade or even your big, hairy, audacious goal for the next year. So we're going to go around quickly and again, just very quick, um, quick goal, quick statement. So we'll start with Adam Fry. Yeah, not a problem. So I, I kind of took this in a context of like, what, what do we think the moonshot for sort of the region that we serve could be? Um, and so for me, I feel like I feel like YQG and, and Chatham Kent are, are both on the cusp of a technological revolution. So my moonshot for our region is to have a, a space downtown that is a hub for connection, not just for entrepreneurial collisions, but industry cross border, a place that's home to innovation for the city with with every single player in our ecosystem brought in. So so not only um, does it need to exist, but they're actively there supporting one another. Um, eventually, I hope to see multiple districts of innovation throughout the city and even a Canadian innovation space in Detroit. I mean, we could have an automobility innovation space out near Central, a greenhouse and agriculture innovation space in Kingsville and Leamington, even a gaming tech space in Walkerville. Um, but it all has to start somewhere uh, with a hub that can create a nucleus to grow out of. Um, so I hope, you know, we can see over the next 10 years um, to, to have a vision for the next 100 in terms of innovation. Um, and, and even if we don't see the benefits in the next 10, hopefully we set a plan for the next 100. Wonderful. What about you, Adam Fry? Or Adam, Fry? Adam Castle. That's okay. We're interchangeable. Um, so after Brad Feld came and, and spoke to us, um, we all got copies of his book. And so I, I've been diving really deeply into the latest one, uh, The Startup Way. And one of the things he says when you look at building up that startup ecosystem is that you're always planning 20 years from now, not 20 years later or the next 20 years, but 20 years from today, because it's, it's a constantly evolving process, you know? Um, and I really like that idea. And so my moonshot for beyond 2020 um, is to really start seeing the fruit of all this pipeline development work that we're doing. You know, getting our active client portfolio into that 500 active client range at any given time. We've seen some explosive growth in the last two years in terms of how many clients we can service. So I really want to see that growth happen exponentially going forward. Um, I think reaching that means removing every and any barrier to entry for accessing our services for our clients. That means improving uh, and, and those improvements, it's all, all going to be driven by creating exclusive, inclusive, above all else, programming. And so I want to roll into 2022 and beyond to be able to confidently say that regardless of geographic location in Windsor, Essex or Chatham, Kent, age, gender, race, or socioeconomic status, that there are services designed specifically here at WeTech for you to explore and glow, grow all of your best ideas. Thanks, Adam. How about you, Jamark? Yeah, uh, this one was, was tough for me with uh, just how crazy this year has been to try to come up with a moonshot that outdoes this year. Um, but my, I guess my moonshot would be that being forged in the fires of mortar that was 2020, um, that Windsor, Essex, and China, Canada. And this kind of echoes what's, what uh, both the Adams have already kind of said is just the region working together, being stronger and better prepared for the future than ever before. Um, the goal shouldn't be to go back to normal, but to thrive uh, thanks to the lessons learned from all of this. Um, to the digital shift continuing, the geographic borders that were eliminated during all of this will continue to be broken down and we continue to work together. And I mean, I say it all the time, it's one of my favorite sayings is the rise, uh, rising tides lift all boats. Um, so this region I think is stronger together when we work all together. Um, Windsor, Essex and Chatham Kent is one region with uh, you know, when you look at the combined population of Windsor, Essex and Chatham Kent, we're at more than half a million people. So, I mean, that's, this region's a force to be reckoned with, and I think we're, we're um, just scratching the surface of the potential. 
Thank you. Noah. Well, everybody's was so, you know, tactical and inspiring. So I feel a little eh, about mine, but really what, we're, what I'm really hoping to be able to do here, we have built up such a very strong foundation as we look at a pivot from automotive to automobility. Within that, that includes a strong foundation in uh, entrepreneurship, the digital marketplace of the future, a tech talent strategy. So now at a data strategy, leaning into a smart city strategy even, right? So looking how we can really create this very strong, um, you know, push over that, over that hump that we're at right now. We're just at the hill. So now we need to really get over through that. So how are we doing it? We've got a lot of different partnership opportunities coming through the pipeline, right? So exciting opportunities to extend existing partnerships with the government of Canada, extend our ecosystem partnerships as a region. Um, so I think seeing those come in will be the catalyst to now the next stage, right? We've, we've built all of this, we've got all the pieces. So the next stage is sewing it all together by creating a really strong founders first and talent first strategy that I think will carry us way beyond 2021, 2022, 10 years, 100 years, like Fry said, really want to be able to see how we can engage, you know, take our talent, put them into our entrepreneurial ecosystem, get them really excited about entrepreneurship, and then have them create their own companies and their own ventures and feeding into that cycle of talent focused entrepreneurship, growing that out at our post-secondary institutions, attracting large companies, starting large companies here. I think that's the goal and how we're going to be able to do that is leveraging the existing partnerships that we have and that we're hoping to extend. So if you're reading an application right now and you work at one of these, you know, partner partnership um, organizations and you're reading an application from WeTech Alliance, Windsor Essex Economic Development Corporation or the Windsor Essex Chatham Kent region asking for money to build a very strong entrepreneurial ecosystem. Please approve it. Thank you. Um, that's that's what's going to get us. Shameless plug, Noah. Shameless. It's <laughs> an absolute shameless plug there. Well done, we'll, Noah. We'll, we'll make done. sure to share this with all our partners. Uh, Kate, how about you? Do you have a, a moonshot or a big, hairy, audacious goal for the next year or decade to come Everybody or 20 years so for that matter? Everybody was so inspirational, but mine is going to be just money. So this is something Yvonne and I wrote down on a napkin back, you know, <gasps> I think beginning yes. of March. Rural jurors. Before we went into lockdown. Um, yes, the rural jurors. So, you know, I grew up in a rural area and, you know, I've lived all over this province now at this point. And I think having access to funds or even just the sort of presence of like venture capital or these huge tech companies is... You know, we talk about representation in movies and on TV, and I think that goes the same for our entrepreneurial ecosystem. So I'd love to see, you know, like a venture fund or like a angel fund or whatever for, you know, rural areas in Ontario. There's so much like innovation and um, research that are being done in these rural areas that I don't think get the recognition or the funds they deserve just probably because they don't think they can do that because it's not, you know, it's not like you're in Toronto and there's funds everywhere. That's what the whole ecosystem is talking about. So rural jerks. I love it. And I still have the Vito's Pizzeria um, menu that we signed all of our names on as a commitment to this cause. So uh, that's a great memory. Thanks for, for sharing that, Kate. Uh, Michelle, how about yourself? Um, I guess my moonshot with the Gordie Howe Bridge, you know, nearing completion, that it would be awesome to see our uh, riverfront enhanced and become a, a tourism destination. Um, you know, adding more sculptures, adding uh, more vendors for the small business, entrepreneur, pop-ups, food trucks, you know, would be a, a weekend market and, 
and I think it would really um, enhance and unite the community. Thanks, Michelle. And I think you're on the right the right path, as we've seen over the last even few days. Um, lots of transformations happening downtown from new um, developments to uh, a grocery store. Finally, I know Noah's really finally excited. Have a grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> uh, okay, Michael, what are what are what's your big hairy audacious goal or moonshot for the next for the next, I guess, foreseeable future? Well, um, like I've told you guys before, I'm relatively new to Windsor and I'm relatively new to WeTech itself. But so I'm really, I'm just excited to see the direction this organization and this city is headed in. And, you know, I just, I want to be there to tell the story when it happens. And we're so lucky to have you. And we hope too that maybe 2021 and beyond uh, brings you a book signing publishing deal. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll all be working hard on, on that for you as well. So um, I wouldn't hate that. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, team. Um, again, in terms of uh, for myself, I think I think you chimed all of you chimed into some of, I would say my my moonshot or big hairy audacious goal. Um, you know, I definitely agree with Adam Fry in terms of, you know, that clubhouse, that space, that place where everyone feels welcome, whether you're an entrepreneur, um, in tech or non-tech, whether you're, you're from whatever community, whatever municipality, it's really that center of gravity when it comes to, um, entrepreneurship, innovation and technology. Um, but I think when we think about the pandemic and the importance of connectivity, if it wasn't for technology, we would not be able to learn, we wouldn't be able to, to, to connect. So um, I think one of my overall moonshots is internet for everyone. Um, you know, we've had amazing providers, um, you know, Wave Direct, Tech Savvy, Gosfield North, MNSI. I mean, I could go on and go on, but the importance of being connected and at this time and, and, and in the future is so critical. And I think about um, the large percent of Canadians that aren't connected. I know the government has put forward a lot of funding to help connect this, 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 uh, this nation. So uh, Internet for Everyone would be one of my big moonshots. Um, so, team, this comes, uh, I guess we're, we're nearing the completion of our second, um, uh, I guess, predictions and reflections podcast. It was a long one. Our team's getting longer. So next year might be a little bit harder to do this. We'll be three hours into a podcast still talking about all the great things. Um, but thank you, team. Um, I, I can't say enough how, how amazing it's been. Um, all of you have stayed committed to the cause, have worked tirelessly to support and put founders first. And it's been absolutely amazing. We had just grazed the surface in terms of, of, of what has been accomplished in this next year. And we're going to see really the fruits of that when we put together that beautiful impact report um, for the last fiscal. So on behalf of our team and board of directors, uh, a big thank you to our clients, our partners, our community, both locally and beyond and the Ontario and federal government for an amazing year. We look forward to working with you in 2021. So this concludes another episode of Tech in the City. A big thank you to producer Sid. Uh, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean. Until next time, stay healthy, wash your hands, shop local, and keep on innovating. 